Have you heard about quantum physics, man? Hell yeah, I've seen every episode of Quantum Leap. God damn it. Dun, 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 Not this dun. again. Hell yeah, I'm going to bring it up every time we play any of these games. <laughs> okay. Off to a great start. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Each player decides if they are playing as themselves or as a character they are envisioning. From this point on, this will be referred to as the character. It will be less emotionally fraught to play as a character than as yourself. Due to the nature of the game, playing as yourself may be triggering for some players. Please use your best judgment and practice safe gaming. There's no way I'm playing myself in this game. Same. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fucking playing game. <laughs> <laughs> maybe if maybe if this podcast got in brought in like hundreds of thousands of dollars a month or something uh-huh. yeah and it was my job then i'd be like all right let's do this but no nah. i was like do you all want to do crying for the next two hours yeah. <laughs> i mean also it's just because like you know i'm gonna have to go eat dinner at some point and i'd hate to be like oh we're all crying and <laughs> We should talk about this, but I have to go eat some pizza. Isn't that how <laughs> most crying sessions end, though? <laughs> that is true. Yeah, that is true. That's a very good point. Um, I'm gonna go. Uh... <laughs> I need to grab a slice. Uh, down to keep crying with you afterwards, but yeah. Each player then writes at least five true statements about the character, keeping them hidden from the rest of the group. These can be anything from frivolous statements to deeply personal truths. Anne is playing Sandra. She writes down the following truths about Sandra. My favorite season is fall. I love Rocky Road ice cream. I've seen Rob Zombie in concert. My favorite musician is Rob Zombie. (laughs) I'm bisexual and I've been arrested by Rob Zombie. (laughs) Playing the game. Each character meets at a scene, typically somewhere slightly disorienting or off-kilter. Examples of settings for scenes include the first day of school, a work party, rush week, a first date, the doctor's office, a public pool, a Rob Zombie concert. Players take turns acting as a scene creator, setting the scene. The scene should always be slightly uncomfortable for the players in each setting. Well, well, I was going to say, like, is that just the world or? (laughs) Well, in setting the scene, at least in my version, it says the scene should be, always be slightly uncomfortable for the characters. What did I say? Players. Oh, yeah, that's way different. Yeah. <laughs> I, meant, I meant character. <laughs> I'm going to make you guys feel so fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Um, Rob Zombie does make me feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just saying Rob Zombie, White Zombie, I should say, has some banging hits. I want to get fucked in the back of a Dracula or whatever that song is about. <laughs> Yeah, well, actually, I think it's literally just about his drag race, like his car. Yeah, but obviously, it's 2020. We're we're queering heterosexuality. <laughs> <laughs> Get fucked. <laughs> Anyways.
<laughs> um, setting the scene. The scene should always be slightly uncomfortable for the characters. In each setting, they are on the spot in some way. Describe the scene using all five senses, if possible. Each scene creator ends the setup of a scene with a non-player character, asking the player character to tell me a little bit about yourself. So, choose my characters. Okay, round four. After the third round, several characters will have new truths. If a character has kept at least two truths, they now play differently due to their growing confidence and support from their peers. For the rest of the game, they share two truths and one lie, representing their increased comfort with who they are. If the character has replaced at least two truths at the end of the, the third round, they begin to feel the pressure of trying to live up to an image that doesn't align with their inner self. They continue to share two lies and one truth about themselves, but intentionally attempt to guess the lie, but intentionally uh, attempt to guess the lie instead of the truth about the other characters. Gotcha. Their loneliness and stress make them less empathetic and seeing others thrive strikes them into uh, strikes them as unfair or even morally wrong. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Ouch, ouch, ouch. Okay. Um, I feel alone. Thanks for calling me out, game. I know. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I was like, of course, like, B's like, can you uh, read round four? And I was just like, well, I feel like that point did. So, uh, but okay. I feel alone. Sometimes a player may have all of their truths erased. If they are in danger of this, they may reach out to the other players in round five and say, by saying, I feel alone. At this point, any other player except the creator may voluntarily erase their own truths and place it with a lie to give that player a truth back both players offer two truths and one lie in round six representing strengths and their bond has given to them so this is a this is a thing that i'm like i think my impulse was to be like i kind of want to like lightly mod this game to have it be take place over like a longer period of time that it seems to um suggest following moss creeps or something like each turn might be like five years apart or something like that i don't know i don't know well i think that maybe you know we can play a few rounds to see what seems most interesting but like kind of keep that in mind in terms of the people setting the scene do you know what i'm saying yeah say i'm the scene setter i set the scene or whatever Mm -hmm. i'm like fucking we're at the rob zombie concert rob zombie points to the three of us and is like (laughs) get up on the mic and tell us something about yourself okay well you can't just give away your scene (laughs) i'm sorry because that's perfect (laughs) sorry that would have been that would have been pretty good that was Um, yeah that would have been incredible So <laughs> after I do that, then do I, I'm like, and then my character gets up on the mic and says these three things. And then you two both try to guess which of those three things is the truth. About your character. Yeah. Yeah. And so you'll both decide independently. No, we will come to a conclusion. Uh, together. You'll have to agree. Yes. And okay. that's where the dice come into play. Because if we can't, uh, then we just roll a die. Okay. So also, I guess one of the things that I was interested about in terms of like figuring out how to play was like, we're basing this assumption of which is the truth and which is the lie based on nothing, right? So we're all not playing ourselves, right? So there's no way for us to like necessarily be able to say like, oh, my, for example, like, let's say my name is Annie or something. Mm-hmm. And like, you're like, uh, Annie's favorite thing is ice cream or, you know. Uh, but we all know it's shrimp scampi. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> You know that her dog is named Louie and not Snoopy. You know, like, yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. So 
but like without having a sense of who the character is like within the game like for sure maybe the first round or whatever like but unless you see that character play you're not gonna be basing it off of anything you know what i mean that is an interesting thing to bring up because like because i can't really judge what's too outlandish for this person you know exactly. what I mean? Like if if I'm like, yeah, I'm a fucking Martian come to Earth for the Rob Zombie concert, and I'm like, oh, my favorite food is Martian pickles. You know, you're not gonna be like, well, everyone knows that Mars only has cantaloupes. I don't know. We <laughs> <laughs> <I> do. <laughs> so it's more of just a guessing game in that it, when it gets to that respect. I mean, sort of, but we're also we're also friends who know kind of each other and each other's sense of humors and like the 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 various modulations in each other's voice. Like I feel like that's yeah. what we're like basing mm-hmm. stuff off of on a certain level, which isn't to say like if anyone gets anything wrong it means you don't know your friend that well. Sure. Um but like y- y'all are bringing up a good point that like this game does seem like it's it's missing an opening scene or something. <laughs> yeah, like an introduction or something. Yeah. Um, where you kind of establish, like, you may be able to hint at certain things or, like, you know, like, let's say let's it's been, like, six months since the uh, initial scene. And then, like, you can kind of put down information that you'd like people to know about yourself, even if you don't know what the, like, coming scene will present you with in terms of truths and a lie or whatever. But then it can kind of, like, have you leave Easter eggs or something or, you know, along the way to get people to try to get to know you. Yeah. Um, so I think the thing we should do first before we, we go any farther is is write down our, our six truths. Okay. So let's write six truths about the character we want to play. Cool. And probably a name also. Uh, do we all have our six? I think so. I went pretty silly on them, just so everyone knows. Is that okay? Mine are kind of half, I guess. Yeah. Uh, my name is Hellware. Oh, I didn't even come up with a damn name. <laughs> Hellware? Hell, last name where? <laughs> um, I just typed three words that were the first words to come to my mind, and that's what my name is. Deanna Markstone. <laughs> Markstone? Bark, as in a dog bark. Ah, bark. Okay. Barkstone. Hell yeah. Adam, what's your name? Bella Fortuna. Bella Fortuna. Okay. These are all good names. Um, What is the scene that we start with where we introduce ourselves to each other? I mean, I kind of feel like we're maybe totally down for this not to be the thing, but I kind of feel like we all grew up in the same like smallish town somewhere and have been going to like, we all went to middle school together and we all are in the same high school. Maybe it's like last year of high school or something, mm-hmm. or I, maybe we're older than that. Maybe we, I, I, I super fuck with like senior year of high school. Like we're all burnt out in our various potential ways. And okay. So what I want to say is like, maybe we were at a, like a, at a bonfire or something. Okay. And we've all kind of known each other, but don't actually know each other. So we'd like we have to awkwardly introduce e- ourselves to each other, even though we kind of already know something about each other, if that makes sense. Is that like, do you feel like you're the first scene setter and that's the first scene? I think I think we're doing the pre-scene thing, right? Okay. We're just like introducing our characters. Gotcha. Adam, you good with that? Yes. Okay. Sorry. It's like a, so I think hell is there because because they just don't have anything else to do and I don't um, think they in like I don't think they start the conversation. You're so you're at the bonfire just because you have nothing else. To do. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. I think the I'm there because maybe like the bonfire is like at my house because my parents don't care if like we drink. Mm-hmm. Like I have like the cool parents that aren't really there that much. And you've got like a a, a fire pit in your backyard, like your parents yeah. do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But my parents are always gone. So Bella is at the bond pit because she just wants to get out of the house. Oh my god! Overbearing parents. Just stop asking me. <laughs> that sounds like a scene. Y'all are playing it. Go. <laughs> well, that doesn't have anything to do with anybody else. <laughs> well, this is where we introduce ourselves to each other, just to like give ourselves uh, some see. context for what I might be see. a truth. I just feel like my parents are super overbearing. They never want me to have any fun. It's senior year, my God. So I'm I'm here. They don't really know I'm out here, but you know, whatever. I hate your parents. <laughs> me too. I cannot wait to get out of this stupid town. Where are your parents? Who the fuck knows? I mean, oh, you must be so lucky. I mean, my dad's probably, uh, I think he's like, he travels a lot for work. So I think he's probably on the road somewhere. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's nice at least that you get to have, you know, this place with a bonfire and stuff. Do you have any siblings? Nope. Just me. So lucky. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess it gets pretty lonely, though. But that's why I invite you guys over. <laughs> is hell in the area? I think this is when they start wandering up. <laughs> just a just a blunt, like, lit in their mouth. Nice. But they have clearly not, like, taken out of their mouth for, like, you know, the last two minutes while they have smoked most of it. Um, nice. Bella <laughs> <laughs> like, runs over and, like, trips and she's like oh my god oh my god do i do i know you are you are you in my math class i think deanna just kind of casually walks up also and just takes the blunt out of her mouth and starts smoking <laughs> it without asking what's up y'all hey. oh my god fucking senior year <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah baby doll <laughs> uh okay cool Bella grabs the blunt and barely inhales and exhales really like profoundly like <sighs> Oh my god, I love smoking weed. <laughs> I really don't want to have to make up some weird lie to your parents about why you're off when you go home. So just don't get too stoned. Oh my god, you're so funny. <laughs> I'll be fine. Uh, sorry if I get her too stoned. Nah, whatever. Um, I'm almost 17. I can take care of myself. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Um... <laughs> There's that like weird career fair thing tomorrow, right? That they're making us go to. Yeah, man, that's fucking. That's gonna be dope. I have this idea. Mm-hmm. We're gonna make condoms for keys. For what? For keys. For when you're riding your motorcycle, obviously. Um, what? Huh? The fuck are y'all talking about? Mm-hmm. Listen. <laughs> condoms for what now? For keys. Keys. For your keys. Why would you need a condom for your keys? For when you're riding your motorcycle. You know, you you think that that statement clears that up, but <laughs> I gotta let you know it really doesn't. Oh my god, it's such a good idea. Do you have more weed? <laughs> I think you're so smart. Oh my god, you want to smoke me out? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I, okay, so I want to... Okay, where is, where is Deanna at right now? Is Deanna interested in getting smoked out? or? <laughs> I feel like Deanna is very just like staring at the fire disassociating just like pretty disinterested in what people are saying but like just is going with the flow okay then do we is the end of the scene hell and bella (laughs) walking toward hell's car uh while hell just like talks about how great god is oh my god (laughs) 
I love the image of this person like getting super stoned and talking about how much she loves God. Pretty tight. I love that. That's a good end to it. And like Bella is kind of like doing that little like half hit thing constantly. Like, oh my God, you're so funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh Jesus, that's a that's a that's a that's a corker. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> Should we go to the next scene or like the first yeah. real scene of the game? Who who wants to be the first uh, scene setter? I'll go first. I kind of had an idea of like okay. So I think the scene is the career fair for the seniors at the high school. I think it's really, really packed. Like we go to like, there's like not that many high schools in this town. So we go to like probably the biggest public one in the area. And the entire senior class is like packed into this gym and the gym doesn't have air conditioning. And so it's pretty warm. And on top of that, like people are packed in. So, it, you know, it kind of smells like a bunch of sweaty people. They made us like all line up in these different lines and each line is going going towards a different career counselor and um i think we i think one of the reasons like we all know each other even if we're not like the tightest we are like we all know each other because maybe our names uh or for whatever reason we've always been in like the same homeroom or whatever however they decide that so we are going as a group to one counselor his name is lieutenant charlie stevens he's a career counselor but also a military recruiter and you know when you like look at someone before you ever hear him talk and they're wearing a military uniform and you're just like i already hate you so much <laughs> yep that's like 100 percent the vibe that we all get from this dude and yeah. this is like even aside from just being like don't want to be at school we don't want to talk to a career counselor we just want to go home very much because this guy is a shitty military recruiter who praise on high school students yeah like know? he's uh, he's wearing it with pride in a way that's yeah. not like like i earned this it's like i i signed up for the military so i could wear this uniform to, exactly like prey on college or on high school students exactly and he's like someone who like is really proud of the ways he's been able to get people to sign up mm-hmm. especially like teenagers and shit you know he, he'll talk to like the bro gamers about call of duty and like he'll fucking talk about how he you know he he smokes a little weed here and there yep. man yep, yep, you know, yep, he's yep, cool yep. he's cool yep. um <laughs> So, yeah, I think we all sit in some chairs in front of him. Deanna is just trying to disassociate and blank out as quickly as possible because she really doesn't want to deal with this person. Wait, um, wait, 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 wait. Can I Can I? Uh, maybe add a little modification? Sure. Um, so, you know, you're talking about a career fair. Did you all, did you all ever have, like, the career days where you'd be in, like, a classroom and people would just come talk at you? Oh, like, that's a really good idea. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so we're all like in a room and this person is just like, we just got stuck in the like military recruiting period or whatever. Or maybe it's like, maybe it's straight up like a, cause at my old high school, they would straight up just have recruiters come into your classroom and talk mm-hmm. to you about yes. that. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, it's not even like a, this is a career day. It's just like a, here's the day where the military tries to bring you into their fucking war. Yeah, you know yeah so maybe we're just it's all like, in the same it's the, like it's the day before the asvab or whatever the the fucking the, um military intelligence test whatever yep, it's called yep yeah 100 percent ascat no <laughs> I, my asvab <laughs> is it asvab asvab or asfab i 
think. Which is so yeah. funny. Ass fat is just right there. So. <laughs> So yeah, he's in the classroom. I think we're what in like our English class gets interrupted or some shit. Mm-hmm. Of course. Or maybe it's even like a fun class, like a some elective where you don't have to do anything. But it's so we're, it's extra shitty that this guy's interrupting the one class that we don't mind. And we're in film. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Wait, study of film. Yes, study of film. Okay. Hell yeah. We're we're about to watch fucking uh It's a Wonderful Life. And <laughs> I was I was gonna take such a fucking nap during this movie and now this buzz headed <laughs> We were gonna go watch saving Priot Ryan and Priot Ryan just showed up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. Um so he comes into the class. He's talking about, you know, all the cool shit you get to do in the military. And then he's like, so after hearing about it, like, you know, who's fucking amped to maybe sign up for the Marines one day? And we're like the only three people who don't raise their hand. Yeah. yeah. And then so he's like, oh, so you're not that interested, huh? Tell me a little bit about yourself. Mm-hmm. I fuck with that. Yeah. Okay. I like that. Do you want to go first, Ricky, or do you want to... Sure. I got to come up with, what, I say two truths and one lie? One truth and two lies. So, a little bit about Deanna. That's me. I have, like, a million allergies, so I have to be a really picky eater. Um, my dad is Rob Zombie's personal... Or my dad was Rob Zombie's personal assistant for most of my life, and I have a sports injury that negatively affects how well I walk. So, my impulse is to say... That the uh, the Rob Zombie's personal assistant thing is either the very, very obvious truth or the very, very obvious lie. I feel like that's a red herring. I mean, it has to be a truth or a lie. I just mean, like, I think it's asking for us to pick it. Yeah. You know? You think it's the, it's the too obvious lie? Yeah. Okay. In that case, I feel like the truth might be the allergies. Okay. Are you leaning? I thought it was sports injury. Yeah? Why? Mm. Just because it'd be a hard thing to fake for like the character going on going on hmm. with. Hmm. Well, I mean, well, I just to be clear, I think like in these different scenes, all we're doing is saying some facts about ourselves to the person asked. You know what Correct. I mean? This person doesn't know us at all, so any of these being lies doesn't really like impact or something. You know what I mean? Uh... Yeah, I, I thought that it kind of meant that it was going to kind of play into like how you felt about yourself and how much like you felt like people around you knew you and how much you had to like put on an act or something like that. I don't know that that's necessarily directly in the game. I, I can see it that is. though. I see what you mean. No, th- do you yeah, know what I mean? That is, that is a, a central mechanic of the game is like, if you lose too many of your truths, then you start feeling like you're not yourself. Yeah. It depends on whether or not the, you know, if people pick the lie for you to pick, whether or not you then have to embody that lie. Mm-hmm. So I don't know whether or not that's necessarily been explicitly stated or whether that, yeah. I don't know if that's like actually a mechanic. It's kind of how I interpreted it, though. I, I think I think that's a good interpretation. I think you're dead on, honestly. Um, yeah, yeah. Okay, but what do we choose right now? Yeah, I don't know. I think the allergies could be it. And I, I guess my yeah. argument for the allergies was that like that sounded more both more sincere and like it was read from the page. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> well, I that. I have. Just so you know, I have all of these written. So I, I wrote down the lies. Uh-huh. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> that was a much weaker defense than <laughs> I mean, that's just your the other truth. defense. I, I specifically wrote down the lies so that I could read them exactly each time. Mm-hmm. 
Do I tell you whether or not you get it right or no? No. No. Okay. Okay. Cool. Uh, so where are you at, Adam? I'm like, I'm, I'm pretty split. Let's go with allergies. Okay. The lie is that allergies uh, have made you a picky eater. Yes. Wait, you're supposed to pick the truth, right? Sorry. Yes. No. Yes. Sorry. The truth was that allergies have made you a picky eater. Okay, cool. And I don't tell you whether or not you got it right. Correct. If we guess correctly, you circle the truth on your sheet. It can't can't be erased. If uh, the majority of the table chooses a lie, the truth is removed and replaced with the chosen lie on the characters list. So I, I... You either circle it if it if we guessed right. Or uh-huh. you uh, cross it out and replace it with a lie we chose. Okay. Okay, so is it okay if I kind of, like, read mine a little bit in character? So that's not, like... Please, please do. Yeah. Okay. So Bella looks up at the sergeant uh, after she's been filing her nails. And she's like, what? He's like, I asked you, like, why don't you want to join the army? So she rolls her eyes and then starts to count out the reasons on her fingers. So she's like, first, I'm rich, so I don't need to have the government pay for me to go to college, duh. Second, um, I don't like doing manual labor, which obviously would happen if I went to war. And third, I smacked that bitch Sally outside of the homecoming game last year. And because I had just gotten the manicure, I was charged with this assault with a deadly weapon. Um, well, I have a record. <laughs> I fucking I'm, love Bella. <laughs> yeah, Bella is stand out, I feel like. <laughs> I'm leaning in manual labor. Hmm. Who fucking likes manual labor? That's fair. Um. Well, okay, but Bella also hates her parents. And that is a very rich kid thing to say. Um, like, I hate my parents is a rich kid thing to say. As opposed to, like, yeah, I have trauma like, surrounding my parents. <laughs> hmm. I also just feel like... Hmm. being rich is a high school thing to lie about very fair very fair and also saying that you got charged i mean i guess that probably does happen to all kinds of high school kids all the time yeah yeah the assault thing i i feel like i am suspicious of that mostly because of how good adam was at uh selling it yeah (laughs) Um, (laughs) that was a inspired performance that i feel like would be left only for a lie (laughs) Is that was that good audio? It was great, great radio. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm down to go with hates manual labor. That's what I'm leaning towards. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Adam, uh, circle it if we're right. Cross it out and add hates manual labor if we were wrong. Okay. So so y'all have have had your <laughs> talk, and uh, Hell stands up and says, "Listen, I love to party." I was just, I was really hoping that that was just it. <laughs> <laughs> just like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I pledge allegiance to the party. <laughs> the, I love to party is my truth and my two lies. Um, <laughs> wow, that's actually, you know, that's so deep. really good characterization. <laughs> no, hell is like, I love to party. Also, broke my toe. Can't serve. Also... I've been working with Facebook for a minute, so I can just pay my way out of this. Working Facebook? Like and she's saying she has a job at Facebook? And then they sit down. Um, I feel like, for me, this one's open and shut. Okay. I feel like it's like the party. I mean, I agree with you. Yeah. I feel like that was set up in the first scene. Exactly. Hell always has a blunt in her mouth. Yeah, absolutely. Like, she probably has one in her mouth right now. <laughs> in school. <laughs> 
Is that the one we're going with? I love it. Okay. So likes the party B. I have I have noted. So then how do we want to rectify this? How does the rest of this is the scene over now or I feel like it is kind of over, but I feel like there needs to be some sort of segue. Yeah, I was about to say, I mean, I think a thing we can do is like that scene is over and then the next scene creator, because like when mm. I came up with this scene, I kind of set it up in the last scene that we correct, did. Correct. So I feel like whoever's coming up with the next scene could just kind of not necessarily have to narrate all the in between time, but just give us a little breakdown of from here to there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And maybe it can be a thing where it's like you can do it in whatever space span of time like B was talking about yeah that's true i just wonder if like i don't know if it came out from our discussion mm-hmm. that career day was next i think it did right i so, brought it up in the opening yeah exactly so in this case it's like majority of the narration is just due to answering the like direct question yeah like i'm not opposed to like somebody like doing the interlude and then kind of like motivating the next scene but I just wonder if we can do kind of like a postscript like little thing or something. I don't want to make it too complicated or to deviate too much from it. Yeah. Uh, but there, I feel like maybe the majority of the acting of your character could just be in the way that you give your answers. But like, I don't know, like it's like not fully flushed out or something like that. I feel mm-hmm. that. Um can ask me too but like yeah i kind of my my preference is to kind of like sit with the characters a little bit longer i'm down for that i mean yeah i'm down for i'm down to have as much in between scene time as we need to to feel like it's fleshed out mm-hmm. um my only thing is that my yes oh man oh man um my roommate actually just finished making dinner oh okay <laughs> well that's the <laughs> that's the time constraint that you're referring to yep uh mm. well mm. Hmm. I don't want you to not eat, obviously. Yeah. Eat to the to the game, so I'm here. I'm assuming B left for uh uh B actually said later bros, I need to get a brusque. <laughs> <laughs> they're really embodying their character at the moment aren't they <laughs> yeah exactly you know you know be like when they get into character b has gone is what i'm saying you know it's full method you know exactly exactly <laughs> you have to respect somebody who's that dedicated to their craft exactly you know i mean sometimes it gets a little scary because you're like where does hell <laughs> And and B begin, but hell has no end. We all know this. Whoa, fuck! <laughs> I'm back. I feel like I'm gonna ask y'all to basically help um, with a little bit of the setup, or not like help per se, but you know, a little collaborative effort. You can always ask for help, Adam. <laughs> Thank you, B. I appreciate that. <laughs> do as I say, not as I do. Um... <laughs> Okay, so did we establish that like the initial party was the beginning of the year? I kind of assumed that the party was like very beginning of like senior year. That's kind of what I assumed as well. Yeah. Uh, So this is going to maybe shine a light on my lack of memory of high school slash (laughs) my (laughs) lack of uh, care about uh, high school television dramas. But here we go. It's homecoming time, y'all. 
<laughs> so I was, I think that homecoming happens like in December ish. Is that correct? No, literally no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I know that it's hey, at the hey, end of what? football season, which I feel like is. Guess what, Adam? What? You know more about high school than either of us. <laughs> 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 damn well okay so i'm just gonna make it up then. yep <laughs> i feel like homecoming happens at the end of fall season i think okay. that sounds right to me but i mean like the like yeah the fall it, like it does in our school in the school that houses deanna yeah. and hell and bella <laughs> <laughs> all high schools are home to hell <laughs> wow they're wrong <laughs> okay so anyway it's harvest time in uh our character harvest time? <laughs> you know what i mean like bales of hay mm-hmm. okay okay fucking <laughs> pumpkins and shit yeah um, everyone has their pumpkin that they're fucking <laughs> exactly precisely they're thinking of pumpkin pie they're fucking there's wow. um, there's there's gangs of children out mur- murdering adults like always <laughs> you know harvest it's season <laughs> It's chaos in this world. Um, so yeah, so basically, uh, you know, it's homecoming time. And what needs to happen for homecoming is that there needs to be the homecoming royalty need to be chosen and need to be crowned. So basically, there is this process by which you nominate your homecoming royalty or whatever. And that's basically like everyone in the school is asked on a specific day to put their name like the names of the people that they're nominating into a hat or whatever like basically like turn in a bunch of different names and then basically the votes are tallied and whomever wins wins but basically there's a nomination process that happens before that so it's not like everybody can be listed so basically we're all sitting in the class let's just say it was math class that that was the same class that uh the army sergeant came to basically Lieutenant um, so um, Charlie Stevens. We're all sitting third period math class and the announcements come on that basically the nominations for homecoming are going to be announced and that everybody who's nominated will have to go to the principal's office and will be asked a series of questions in order to help make their case for being nominated. And so much to our surprise over the PA, in addition to the high school quarterback. Um, what's, what's their name? Okay. Jesus. Um, <laughs> Huey McGumphrey. <laughs> <laughs> a little known fact about Huey McGumphrey. He was a prospector in the early 1800s. Um <laughs> But he came you know, back just to be our homecoming king. <laughs> exactly, but that's a story for another time. Oh. <laughs> I'm so glad I asked what the name was. <laughs> that's a killer answer. Go not, to. Not, not only does our high school house hell, it also houses a portal to different dimensions yeah. and time travel. <laughs> um, so anyway, so in addition to Huey McCumphrey, uh. Hell, Deanna, and Bella are all nominated mm-hmm. for homecoming court, to which we are all very shocked because, you know, with the exception of Bella, who really expected that she would be listed. 
but we all are given a pass to go basically to the multimedia room to be interviewed live on the program, like the news program that the any high school like puts out like on a daily basis. You're a fucking um, monster. <laughs> I hate this scene so up. much. <laughs> but as you know, as we're getting mic'd up and ready to go out, all three of us. Stage. Well, yeah, all four of us. Of, well, yeah, all four of us. Um, Who's the fourth? Huey. Oh fuck! <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> I forgot Huey was here. Um. So, of course, Huey gets asked the questions that we're going to get asked, which is, tell us three things about you that most people don't know. Can I um, can I cut in here yes, and say, yes. like, that's not the question they ask? Like, that's what we have to do. But, like, the question, mm-hmm. like, clearly what's ap- happening here is we have to, like, pitch ourselves to the student body. Right. And so we have yes. to include a, a truth and two lies in a in a speech, basically. <laughs> Oh my fucking god! You're the worst. I fucking love that. I love that. That's exactly say, what it was. I gotta say, this is a fire and energy I did not expect to come back to this game. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I um, didn't know either. I was just, I was like, I don't know what to do. What's everyone's high school nightmare? <laughs> All right. I feel like I should volunteer to go first since I was rude and made it. <laughs> a big speech but i really don't want to uh, <laughs> like well, i got nothing it doesn't well i mean we still have to kind of come up with them right so yeah good good point yes we should we should write our lies another quick question we never established a name for this high school right <laughs> lowlands high school <laughs> sounds like oh, a yeah. hard story <laughs> Which, you know, maybe the uh, local school infrastructure is so poor that they have to get businesses to, like, donate to specific schools. So maybe the Lowlands hardware store is what mostly paid for this high school. What? Lowlands is a hardware store? No, I'm just saying it sounds like a hardware store. Oh, I see. Yes. What's the point of a homecoming queen? (laughs) Popularity contest. I mean, like, do they do, like... Uh, you like lead Anything? the homecoming parade, right? Like okay, okay. It's like you're featured in the homecoming parade. I think it's it's basically a popularity contest, and like that's my my memory of it. Honestly, like <laughs> I have no memory of this shit. <laughs> gotcha. Where y'all at? Almost done. I'm fucking raring to go. So I think what I'm gonna do is like I'm gonna do the speech, and then I'm going to read my list of truths and lies. Um, just to clarify for y'all what you're voting on, if that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. My fellow students, I, I appreciate this nomination. I come to you with fist clench to say that I am the best and only candidate. And to prove it to you, I want to share something I know to be true. Tomorrow, the world ends, and I am the steward. My foreknowledge of the future can help us bring about a better world. No. A better high school experience for all of us. Thank you for voting for me. And fuck Huey McGumphrey. <laughs> Very nice. Um, so my my list of three is that the end of the world is tomorrow, that I want to win this nomination, and that my fist is clenched. Okay, that's hard, actually. Just because, like, so 
the, want the nomination unless it's like a derivation of something that was already in the list would be really hard to think about at the very beginning of this game yeah um and then the end of the world tomorrow thing would only really apply at the beginning of this game if you know the game occurred over 24 hours i'm leaning towards fist is clinched me too but that's like a really specific like always or like what does that actually mean i mean i could see that i could see that pertaining to like a general state of being or something you know that's like, true the ways that like an anxiety manifest or the ways that like a just a teenage rage manifest i i kind of like that then that's coming of of those three i think that's the one that would make the most sense to write at the beginning of the game i agree so why don't we go with that okay i can go next shortly after my dad was fired from his job for referring to his boss as robbie instead of mr zombie we were at a loss we had to go live with my grandparents and when i was just six years old my grandfather god rest his soul took me aside and said it's my dying wish to see you do what i could not become homecoming queen and as i held my grandfather's neck in the cradle of my massive elbow giving him endless noogies waiting for him to submit I replied, yes, grandfather, I will do this for you. If I have the strength to not only make my grandfather submit, but to also win numerous weightlifting championships across the country, which I've done, then I have the strength to lead the school into a new era of prosperity and equality for all. Pick me as not only your homecoming queen, but your homecoming king as well. Because fuck y'all. So, <laughs> my three that things was not are that was, that was from the crowd <laughs> <laughs> my three things are my dad was fired for referring to his boss as Robbie instead of Mr. Zombie that uh, I won numerous weightlifting championships across the country and that my grandfather told me it was his dying wish for me to become homecoming queen <laughs> going on the same the dying principles w- yeah the dying, yeah, the dying homecoming w- queen seems like a, a stretch like a <laughs> and so i want to believe the weightlifting because that's an incredible <laughs> addition to this character yeah <laughs> I think that last time we ruled out dad was Rob Zombie's PA because that's what Ricky had initially made a joke about when we were originally going through the rules. Yeah. So that makes me feel like we didn't pick that one as the truth, but might actually be the truth overall about this character when they initially wrote it. Well, I think, I mean, I think there are definitely truths that Ricky has written about Deanna's relationship to Rob Zombie. <laughs> um, <laughs> the question is whether they wrote specifically that the dad was fired for that specific reason for Robbie. Okay, so what do you think then? Do we want to make De- Deanna have? <laughs> that's that's the other yeah that's the other like que- like the the meta game question here right is like yep absolutely if, if we choose all of the Rob Zombie answers. That just becomes true of Deanna, whether or not it was true. Um. Well, that's actually a pretty twisted reading of this game's intention, I gotta say. We're trying to destroy a character. Well, (laughs) no, it's, I mean, it is, 
I, I framed it in a like jokey way, but like that is specifically what this game is going for, right? Is like totally like yeah, the totally. way other I people just... see you turns into who you are in a weirdly <laughs> weird shitty way. Yeah, totally. Um, I, I just meant like you know the games. The game's trying to get you to think about the ways that like aspects of queer identity are erased, and we're just like, how can we make this person <laughs> so fucked up? <laughs> <laughs> they will suffer as I have suffered. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, so what do you think? I think the the best answer in terms of what is probably the thing written down, because I we should also say this, right? Like, I, I, I called that metagaming of being like, oh, we can reassign who this person is. But it's also 100% metagaming to be like, well, it would be pretty hard for them to have written down ahead of time. Yeah, totally. Um, all of all of what this game is, is like trying to figure out the like difference between a person and their character at least for how we're playing it right now yeah that that all said i also think the weightlifting thing is probably the truth okay i like it so bella after hearing these two rousing speeches fixes her hair and walks up to um to give her speech and she looks directly into the camera and says my fellow lowlanders I'm here today to convince you that I, Bella Fortuna, should be your homecoming queen. I know that you all think that I'm like so, so much more fabulous than all of you, but I'm actually just like every one of you. My life has not always been so glamorous. (laughs) My mom was really poor when I was born and didn't have any money. So she actually gave birth to me in a hotel bathroom. But this experience has made me stronger and a better person. Because of this initial experience, I've remained incredibly close to my family, especially my little sister, who I've learned so, so much from over the years. And since then, I wanted to give back to this community for giving me a a good place to land and to grow. So that's why I've chosen to extend my love of poodles and all things fluffy to help establish the Lowlands rescues for dogs down and out. So I think these three points. That's a really I, catchy name. <laughs> so I think I have these three points mean that I have what it takes to lead us into our homecoming game with all of the style and poise that we all know that we want and need from our homecoming queen. So the three points are that she was actually born poor and that she's close with her family, especially her sister. And this, the third is that she loves poodles. All right. So well. I, my initial impulse was to be like, I think the one that's the truth is that uh, she was born in a hotel bathroom, but that is not actually a thing that was or a bath, hotel bathtub. Yeah. But that's not actually an option on the table. And I'm going to go ahead and say that there's no way this girl was born poor. Uh (laughs) Just Um, like, no. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's either Adam playing her very, very well or too convincingly. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I'm going to say close with family. Interesting. What do you think? Well, no, that's your. That makes sense. Because I feel like, yeah, loves poodles is a little too on the nose. A little too on the nose and also... Bella just strikes me as someone whose parents loved her just like a little too much. <laughs> you know? Yeah. That's a shame, girl. <laughs> <laughs> what if we explored this for a second? What is okay. like, is there something about Bella's character that 
indicates that my sh- that she might be kind of nouveau rich, like that she was born poor, but like her parents got really rich very young or something like that. I mean, I just don't see it. I see her as someone who like thinks that she was poor because because she had like share a room with her sibling at one point, you know? Yeah, that kind of thing. Or like I had a- they, they went to Walmart a couple of times as yeah. kids. As kids. I, I had a friend in like elementary school who I still really appreciate as a person. Don't haven't spoken to him in a long time, but who like was convinced he wasn't rich because his family lived in a split level house, even though like you know he was the person who like I got to go to like Disney World and see like literal premieres with, and like his family Wait, did was his, incredibly his family worked for Disney. Uh, like his his aunt worked for Disney, but like, <laughs> like also wild. yeah, it was like they were clearly rich, but he was like. Well, but we only have a split level, <laughs> so I'm actually not rich because there are other people who are richer, which is also a true thing about that's class questions complicated. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think I think you're right. And I I'll also like, you know, whether this is true or not, it's a it's a good piece of um, fiction that uh, like she, Bella thinks she's poor because she had to share a room with her sister who she like really likes a lot. Yeah. So we're going with sister or family family yes sorry yeah well some of us only think of family as one sibling (laughs) true (laughs) okay so that's the one yep anyone want to uh anyone want to give hugh and mcgumphrey's speech a shot (laughs) wait so he's like a jock he's the quarterback yeah um i think he probably steps up to the mic and he's like ask any babe in this school i fucking rule Boo. <laughs> Fuck you, and McGumphrey. Sounds, and it sounds like there's a ghost in here trying to scare us. And that's one thing I'll do when I'm homecoming guy is get rid of all the ghosts. <laughs> Am I right? Fade to black. <laughs> Scene end. Exactly. <laughs> Scene end. <laughs> that was great. Thanks. Loved it. Loved it. So my first thought was like... We should do a scene like season seven, Pretty Little Liars. Just like it's been 10 years. We've all been through a lot and we're meeting each other for the first time in a few years. And then I was like, that's not how this game is going. I know that was a proposition early on, whatever. And then I was like, okay, so I'll follow this sort of timeline we're sketching out right now and do a scene that's like, you know, between the end of senior year and college, we're all at at like a bonfire on the beach. And then I was like... I'm pretty sure that's what I did <laughs> to start this game. As a zero, yeah, the first thing. <laughs> Which, frankly, I'm very proud of myself for remembering. Oh, I think it's a great introductory scene. Oh no, I meant I was going to do that for this scene before I remembered that we. Well, did I know. That at I. All. Oh, I thought you meant you were proud of yourself for initially thinking of that. <sighs> no, I'm proud of myself for remembering that I had done that because ah, of gotcha. dissociative brain. Gotcha. So what I've landed on is our next scene is like. I don't know, 20 minutes later? After okay. what we just did? After the speeches. Um, you okay. know, there's the, there's the sort of ceremonial, like, principal talks uh, a little bit to the media studies classroom that gets broadcast out. And then the four of us are all walking back. And we're all, like, taking a corner together, sort of, like, awkwardly walking in, like, a, a single-file line. Huey, like, turns the corner on the outside of us and just stops in front of us and basically corners all three of us and is like... The fuck was that? Y'all know that I am in line to become the homecoming king. What What the fuck? What the fuck were those speeches? What, 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 who the fuck are you people? I mean, didn't you listen to our speeches? We pretty much told you who we were. 
Huey is dead ass like about to fight. Uh, so we should write our lies. So is that the scene is just like we're are we trying to like get out of this confrontation or like? I mean, Huey Huey feels entitled to this, is very upset, and is demanding answers. So however your character okay. would like deal with that, I guess. Okay, totally. Wait, I love this scene. I feel I feel like Adam's prompt really like locked me in place as to how to actually play this game which is like writing your lies and truths into like a thing yeah so that i mean because otherwise it's really i don't know i did that the first time and i felt like it was easier to deliver so that it kind of hides it a bit but then also lets you speak up a little bit more about your character it allows you to role play more yes exactly yeah instead of playing one truth and two lies with two people who are basically completely blind to what character you're playing. Yeah. Exactly. I'm very excited about the scene I have in mind. Hey B, I know we've all been in like weird places or whatever, but I just wanted to, uh, whenever you get a second, if you wouldn't mind, uh, looking at the dungeon world thing again. Oh my God. (laughs) Yes. It's not, not, not a big deal at all. No, no, I appreciate you reminding me. I just straight up forgot. <laughs> yeah, um, it's totally fine. Which, no, that sucks of me. I apologize. Like, No, dude, but don't, I swear to God, don't even get bent out of shape about it. Like, I can't even tell what day it is. Like, <laughs> that's just where we are right now, you know? Yeah. It's okay. I mean, it still sucks of me, even if it is okay. <laughs> I Yes, I will do that. Absolutely. Whatever you get a second. Yeah. Well, I have a lot of seconds. <laughs> you're also doing like a podcast stand you're you have shit going on listen yeah i spent like three hours a day crying to final fantasy 7 okay that's tight are you kidding me i wish i was doing that yeah that's something right um so i want to play that game so bad does anyone want to go first i can go first hell yeah adam goes first okay so Huey is huffing and puffing. He's standing there with uh, his fist clenched, just getting ready to, like, punch the shit out of each one of us. Bella steps in front to try to break things up and just says, okay, Huey, you know you don't want to pick a fight with me. And she lists off three reasons on her fingers. First, uh, you don't want to deal with uh, picking rhinestones out of your hair. I just redid my nail. (laughs) Two... I'm super close with my older brother, Josh, and he will hunt you down and kick the shit out of you. And you know that's true. And third, you know that I've been working super hard to become friends with Jezebel and all the other popular girls. And they would throw a fit if you were to attack one of their own. Uh, It might even cost you your chance at homecoming, King. So the three points are favorite fashion accessory is purple nail polish with daisy rhinestones. Two, she's really close with her older brother, Josh. Three, wants so, so bad to be popular. What do you think, B? Because I feel like this is a pretty... I feel pretty sure about this one. Three seems like the the layup and that it's, like, too easy. Yeah. Like, it has to be a lie. But I also don't see why this girl wouldn't want to be popular. Because she is. But, I mean, it's kind of like saying that rich people don't want money. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, they always want more money, even though they have plenty of it. Sure. Sure? What What? What were you leaning towards? The rhinestone nail polish is, like, too juicy of a detail not for me not to want it to be true, whether or not it is. So that was the one, that was my close runner-up, so I'm definitely down to go with that one. 
I mean, it sounds like you are way more confident in your reading, though. I am, but also the purple nail polish was the one I was like swapping to. Um, so if you feel really strongly about that one, then I gotta go with that one. It's not that I feel strongly about it; it's that I, I want it. You want it to be true? Yeah, I don't know that I like <laughs> would like throw my weight behind it, but I just got very happy at the image of <laughs> um, the, the rhinestones in Huey's hair. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> so it sounds mm. like you're more convinced. I'm. Yeah, I feel pretty convinced about popular. The truth is that Bella wants to be popular. All right. Okay. I'm down to go next. Hell yeah. So Huey's still fuming and I kind of go into like car salesman mode in a way. (laughs) And I'm like, Huey, buddy, baby, big guy. Why are you so upset? What's a little competition between? And I'm like, I have my hands on his face and I'm like giving him pats on the back as I say this. And I'm like, what's a little competition between the infallible, intelligent, muscle bound, four time all star wrestling champ, Lowland's own golden star and you and then he gets like really mad because he thought i was talking about him at first. and then i say hey hey hey, i'm i'm just joking buddy you know me i hate confrontation i wouldn't want to win this nomination and then step on your toes and she slams down on his foot really really hard with her <laughs> and he like screams in pain and then she says anyways the rumors about me eating bugs are true you want to make out and then she goes and like <laughs> him on the lips really really hard and then she kind of like runs away <laughs> Okay. So the, the three things are four-time all-star wrestling champ, that she hates confrontation, and that she eats bugs. I think, so we picked, won a bunch of weightlifting competitions last time, right? Yes. yes. So I think it'd be weird to have two things <laughs> that were kind of physical but it's possible i guess that like in terms of filling out a character so i think the four-star wrestling champ is kind of unlikely i feel like hates confrontation is a really interesting thing to throw in the middle there so i kind of like that one best to be honest okay um and the eats bugs is fine that's the second runner-up for me i think (laughs) my impulse there was like based on how it was narrated i feel like the eats bugs was like just dropped in at the end like I didn't know where to put a truth into this. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah, hates confrontation also, also reads true to me. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, those are, those are the two. I, I mean, I, I could also make a case for Ricky making a character who's like, here's six truths. Like <laughs> I, I like won a bunch of weightlifting competitions. I sure, won a bunch yeah. of wrestling I- competitions. I, uh, <laughs> I could see that too, but I also think that like per the first time we met Deanna, there was some like hesitancy in the character before we had to do any of these truths or anything. So I feel like the hates confrontation kind of fits with that character that we initially met. No, that's actually, yeah, that's actually a really compelling argument and I'm going to go with that. (laughs) I agree. Okay. Okay, Hates confrontation. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So... So Deanna has just kind of like run away and I think Huey is like looking like he's gonna um, pursue, but like in a performative way, like, like the bully thing where it's like, yeah, I have to make sure everyone knows that I'm like still a threat, even though I absolutely am not going to do anything. Uh, and Hell walks up to him and is just like, listen, 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 Huey. 
Huey. Huey, I know your fucking dad. We've had a few run-ins. There's a, there's a reason I'm not in jail for dealing, you know? The chief and I get along. Quid pro quo. So don't fuck with me or my friends. I've gotten to know Bella and Deanna a little bit over the last year, and they're all right. And me? I'm fucking dead. So you can't pull shit on me. Come at me, kid. We can dance all night. Um, so the three things there are... Um, Jesus. <laughs> that hell respects the police chief, cares about hell's friendships, or is dead. So my thinking on this is that I can totally see B making a character that one can predict the end of the world and is dead. Um, yeah, same. But also my read on this character is that they do care about their friendships and that they don't like the police. Hmm. So what do you think? Yeah, I I can see B creating character that's dead. It's very M Night Shyamalan of them, <laughs> which you know I've always compared B's storytelling abilities to one of the great M Night Shyamalan. <laughs> I are just you, know that that's uh, one of their favorite. <laughs> are you not aware that I think M Night Shyamalan is in fact the greatest living director? Is that Sorry, a true the greatest, story? The greatest director of work. <laughs> that is not. <laughs> That the is greatest... not truth a lie. That is just one truth about B. Wait, so this is, hold on. You think he's the <laughs> greatest director of all time? He's the greatest director working. Did you see The Last Airbender adaptation? That was like 10 years ago. That was a very long time ago, and I have seen it, and it is bad. Did uh, you see But it did has you some really, really the... great uh, external shots that he does not get to do very often. Um, they're mostly CGI, but like like big landscape shots, like big um, mountain scapes that are yeah. great also incredibly racist but oh yeah in the oh, yeah. in the over <laughs> it was really great to see him be able to do genuinely like long long like um i'm like losing my words i'm so upset that you don't know how much i love m night Shyamalan. <laughs> no i mean i just gotta say i have loved some m night Shyamalan movies don't get me wrong I, I <laughs> last airbender this- might be the only one i don't like and I wait. Did, I might like it. Did you see Glass? Uh huh. Glass fucking you like, rocked. Okay. And all all respect. All respect to you. I fucking hated that movie with every ounce of myself. Also, like, don't get me wrong. I am not downplaying how fucking terrible M Night Shyamalan is with mental health. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah he totally. is just unbelievably bad. Has been since at least the village. Um, yeah. Like. Just does not do that well at all. Nope. Um, I mean, that being said, I did like a lot of stuff in Split. It's it it, it has a bad central uh, message regarding yes. mental health stuff, which is and which, which is that you should care about people with mental health disorders, or they might eat you. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, it's also like mental health makes you, or like, yeah, like trauma makes you stronger is like a central, which is a very complicated and weird thing. Anyway. Yes. I love M. Night Shyamalan's, especially his, his cinematography and his framing. Like, he makes gorgeous movies in a way that like, when people compare him to Spielberg, I'm like, Spielberg can suck it. No, (laughs) no, I 100% agree with that. I think I wish that he, I kind of wish he had like a co-writer. I mean, I guess he doesn't really write his movies anymore. Does he? I don't know, but Uh, he has on and off. Also after earth, one of the best movies ever made. I've never seen after earth, so I'm not sure, but I think you would hate it. 
Um, I mean, maybe. I like a lot of bad stuff. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I was was trying very hard not to break in at multiple points during this because I'm trying not to um, bias you on any particular answer of mine. But I could not let any M. Night Shyamalan (laughs) slandering go unchallenged. So, anyway... (laughs) <laughs> okay so now do you see my point <laughs> yes i do um damn does that mean we need to choose is dead <laughs> i feel like that. i feel like that. <laughs> i feel like i you know I, it doesn't have to mean that i just feel like that's something that feels real real to me i feel like it's a sign i think we need to choose it okay whatever yeah i like that okay. plus it really throws a wrench in this whole game as of now so <laughs> It really makes things super confusing. So. Yep. Can I say <laughs> so? Two things. First of all, it's not a sign; it's a signs. Uh, Thank sorry, you. Sorry, Thank Bruce you. Uh, second of all, hey, I'm a science. I'm a science defender, and also that was Mel Gibson. Listen, I'm gonna edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing is, how dare yep. y'all? How dare y'all choose that? Sorry. That is unbelievable. Um, just because M. Night Shyamalan directed The Sixth Sense doesn't mean everything he directed is about people being dead. Jesus Christ. That means... It's just, it's just, it's, it's a, it's a similar level of twist, you know? I mean, I mean, also, I think, you know, I think it's fair to say that while it's not about, while all of his movies aren't about something being dead, I think from every movie past Unbreakable, it's about him being dead on the inside. I'm gonna, Ricky. I am very excited. Wait, wait, hold on. No, hold no, on. you hold. Wait, on. wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I have to bring to your attention the happening. The happening is a fascinating movie. <laughs> fascinating is a good way to put it. That's a wild ass <laughs> film. Yep. <laughs> the trees did it. That's so cool. It's the best thing about that movie um, that <laughs> most people don't remember. Oh my god, you do. Jesus is, Christ, is that the? The fact that the trees did it comes up about half an hour into that movie. I know! It's That's not crazy! A, it's not a twist. It turns out he doesn't actually have twists very often. <laughs> um, oh, It's like my spelled God. out super early that it's the fucking trees that are killing okay, everybody. I, and calling I them to commit suicide. And also... Mm, I think that was specifically him trying not to have a twist, though. <laughs> well, you haven't watched any of his movies, so... I've seen all of them. You've seen all of them, but you haven't watched them. Oh shit! Right, <laughs> man. Unbreakable is pretty good. Unbreakable is pretty great. Uh, Sixth Sense is also very good. Um, yeah, the village has really good stuff about it. You know what's a very weird movie is uh, "Praying with Anger," which is his student film. Did oh, I never like, saw that. Yeah, it's because it's basically or it used to be basically impossible to see. Because uh, it's about him go. It's he plays the main character and he like goes back to India, and like is an exchange student in India and like has a, uh, like is involved in a riot and shit. That's like a race Whoa. riot, uh, and he like basically disowned the movie and I allegedly at least like bought up all the copies that existed and burned them. Um, it's a uh, it's he has a very weird career and like a lot of his movies are explicitly about race. Or very, or like just under the surface about race in ways that I don't think people acknowledge enough. Um, Interesting. I wrote a I wrote an essay about it for Back Row, which is a Vern's mm. uh, website. 
Check out backdashrow.com. Okay, we're on to the fourth round. (laughs) (laughs) So the rules say, round four. After the third round, several characters will have new truths. If If a character has kept at least two truths, they now play differently due to their growing confidence and support from their peers. For the rest of the game, they share two truths and one lie. So if people guess right twice for you, you get to share two truths and one lie. And so, but if you, if people guessed more wrong than right, then you have to keep lying. Well, you have to, you you then continue to do one truth and two lies, but you also are intentionally trying to guess the wrong thing. So you're trying to guess a lie instead of trying to guess the truth. Um, You're trying to guess other people's lies instead of the truth. Yes. Okay. Gotcha. Specifically because it's supposed to represent your loneliness and stress making you less empathetic and seeing others thrive is unfair or morally wrong gotcha um i have an idea for a scene um feel free to veto it it's a little weird so will the group permit me a time jump yes yes so 10 years after we graduate we probably haven't been in close communication for like five years i want to say just growing apart and all that. Yeah. Deanna has probably stayed in town that whole time. She never moved away, but maybe y'all two did. What do you think? I think hell has like moved away and come back a lot. Okay. What about Bella? Bella has moved to New York city. Okay. She's come back for a year because her mom is sick. Okay. So it just so happens that all three of us are back in town at the same time. Like, and that rarely happens. Right. And the thing that alerts us all to this fact is that we each get a call from a detective who wants us to come in for questioning in regards to the death of Huey, whatever his last name was. (laughs) Montgomery. Montgomery. The death of Huey (laughs) Montgomery. How dare you? Because that first confrontation we had all those years ago was the first of many in in an escalating sense. And it kind of continued until we graduated. Like he wouldn't leave us alone. And then we kind of like fucked with him in these different ways. I'm not sure exactly how. So we are all being brought in to be questioned in relation to his death. The detective is like asking us what our relation to him was when the last time we contacted him, just like everything that a fucking cop would ask you, because he suspects that one of us did it. And then he asks us to tell. tell and he's like, yeah, he's like, so tell me a little bit about yourself. Okay, I'm ready. Okay, so I think in my mind, um, it starts <laughs> with. Uh, a scene with the detective who... Ricky, did you have a name for the detective? I don't remember. Oh, I didn't. Um... Officer McGruff. <laughs> nice. Is it McGruff? Wait, is it McGruff McGumphrey? <laughs> is it actually oh, is his it dad? dad? <laughs> McGruff McGumphrey, I think it is. <laughs> Love um... it. <laughs> Yeah, he's he's graduated from not being a police chief because that was apparently a lie according to y'all, uh, to being a detective. Also, yeah, McGuff, McGruff, I mean, it could be like Huey's uncle or something. McGruff McGumphrey is beautiful. I think it's his dad. Okay, so I think I think uh, the three of us are in like the holding 
like in the in the lobby of the police station that and then and mcgruff mcgumphrey is like about to take us out and like bring us all to different interrogation rooms and uh oh god i should have i should have muted myself and practiced this voice before i went for it um and hell just like stops him in the middle of (laughs) of the lobby of this police station and is like mr mcgumphrey <laughs> I don't I do not see why this is important. I go to your church every Sunday. It's been a decade since I was in high school. And frankly, I will admit I will admit I smoked out everyone I saw. And if <laughs> if this child's death, if this Huey Montgomery's death involved marijuana, then I may be culpable, but I am an upstanding citizen at this point, and the the fact that I am trying to actively overthrow the police state through the town council does not matter here. What matters is that you let me go. So, ten years on, hell has three possible things. One of them is uh, that they go to church every Sunday. One of them is that they want to overthrow the police state. And one of them is that they smoke out everyone they see. <laughs> I got nothing. We're picking out the truth, right? Okay. Well, it gonna... depends on it depends on what your character has. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. I'm gonna say it goes to church every Sunday. I feel like that would be the type of curveball <laughs> that would be thrown into Hell's character. Yeah, <laughs> especially ten years later. You know, she they, they've changed. Right. But I mean, I feel like early on, they wouldn't have decided to have a change of heart. What do you mean? Um, well, just like, I just feel like more likely B would have just written a character down that has a bunch of really disparate <laughs> potential uh, like character traits. You know, they wouldn't have known that there would have been like a character arc that later on they would have to go against. You know what I mean? Like you were saying like, oh, like at this point, 10 years later, they could have changed. Yeah. Uh, but I'm still down to go with goes to church every Sunday. All right. Yeah, that's the one I want to go with. Cool. I can go next. So the cop takes me into, I think it's McGruff McGrumphries himself mm-hmm. <laughs> who takes me into an interrogation room. And as he he's like, after a lot of questioning. He's like, so why would he we fuck with you so much? Why wouldn't he just let it in? Why after all these years? And then I'm like, how long you got? He hated all of us, me especially. I think he hated that I've always had soda can crushing, hugely muscular biceps. More <laughs> muscular than his. He hated that I have a gay dog named Dragula because he said... <laughs> Because he said that Robbie's music was for tough dudes and tough dudes only, not dogs, and especially not gay dogs. (laughs) And finally, he just fucking hated that a trans girl had as many friends as I did and that I was more liked than his ignorant mean ass. Like, what more do you want? (laughs) So the things are muscular biceps, gay dog named Dragula, Mm -hmm. and then that I'm a trans girl. This is a okay. this, is, this is good because I this want all of these good. things to be true. I feel like it's the dog, huh? Just because there's a Rob Zombie theme going on here. <laughs> <laughs> 
And that's an incredible, an incredible twist that <laughs> I really feel like rounds out that particular character. I mean, you're not wrong. Like that is that is the um that is the best reveal if all the other romp zombie shit was untrue and that's the, what the dog saying. named Dracula was true. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we haven't gone with the other Rob Zombie things because we thought it was too close to home, but I feel like maybe this time. <laughs> I, it's just like, I don't know. I It's hard to divorce um, how fucking dissociated I was during that first uh, recording. And so, like, it's hard to remember... I mean, I literally just don't remember um, our intro sequences, so I've been kind of relying on y'all to, like, guide me. Um, But now that this, like, new mechanic has come up, I'm, like, a little suspicious of your your reasoning. What do you mean? Because I'm like, maybe Bella had two uh, lies chosen, and so you're actively trying to choose a lie? Okay, so here's the other thing, right? Uh So muscular biceps that also is like the fifth time well i guess fourth <laughs> there's been that particular aspect of someone's character been thrown down right like so i feel like if ricky had literally built a character that was six points that were all about <laughs> i feel like the initial plane of this game would have been incredibly different yeah right i feel yeah. like you know the fact that I mean, if Ricky came up with the drog named Dragula, like, in, like, the five minutes that we had the downtime, I'm going to be pissed because (laughs) I've never come up with anything that good in my entire life. So, like... I... I... I am down... (laughs) Down with the witches. Well, what were you... What were you leaning towards, then? I was I wasn't leaning toward anything. I was just I just wanted a um a good argument because I I could go, I could have gone either way with any of them. But yeah, I am down. I'm down with the witches. Okay. To dig through <laughs> the ditches. <laughs> in, the, in the Dracula. I guess mark down Dracula, Ricky. <laughs> All right. So Bella walks into the interrogation room, and when asked about. The last time that she had contact um, with Huey, she says, the last time I talked to him, I we had gotten back in contact because uh, we were both on the planning committee for our 10 year high school reunion. And he had asked me kind of strangely, is there anything that you would have changed about yourself in high school? So I thought this question was quite weird coming from him, given that he was so popular, just like me. So I told him that there are only two things I would have changed about myself um, and that those were that I would have been open to the fact that I had actually had a crush on that popular girl, Jezebel. And the other would be that I would have actually run for student body president in my senior year. And I would just like to say to try to clear my name that I have no idea what could have possibly happened to him. Gosh, I hope he's okay. So there are the three (laughs) things are... (laughs) (laughs) that uh bella was popular the second one is that uh she had a crush on a girl the third was that she wanted to run for some sort of uh student body office 
I definitely Basically, thought that. Well, I definitely, well, that she would have wanted to have a, a position of power, in this case, high school. So I definitely thought you were going to say that um, her hoping that Huey is okay was one. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been better. <laughs> would have been much better. This one's hard. Is it? What are you thinking? I actually want to hear how it's hard. I think it's hard because I could picture I could picture any of these being true. Um, I'm going to go with. Hmm. Well, so we we did choose uh, the Bella wants to be popular, right? OK. Oh, I fucked this up, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Did you double down on a, a thing? Or? I doubled down. That's fine. <laughs> uh, That's fine. We'll cut that out. <laughs> edit, edit, edit. <laughs> I'm going to say student body president. Yeah, let's go with that. All right. That's, that seems true to Bella's character. Yeah. That's the, that's the weird... Um, <laughs> the weird rub of this game, right? Like, that you have to write down all of your truths before you get to play your character basically at all. Right. Yeah. And so you like have to, uh, like, I don't know. It's a game about like being erased as a queer person, but like at a certain point, it's like, you don't, you don't <laughs> like the, the person who you are when you're queer is not a person that you decided to be, you know, two hours ago. <laughs> um, Speak could, for yourself. Well, it actually is. JK, JK. I'm, no, no, you're actually right. It is some. It is often a person who decided to be two hours ago, <laughs> and yeah. not a person you don't remember from you know twenty years ago or whatever. Yeah, um, I, mean, I guess another way to say that is it's not always the person you plan to be, yeah. or something. You know, like yeah, it's you know everyone's in, is very um, determined by their history and also you don't have to be totally determined by some shit that just happened to you. I just gotta let everyone know, confession, I totally fucked up the last thing we did because for some reason I just wrote the remaining truth that I had left as my <laughs> everything. And then I was like, I was like, shit, I can't do that. So then I just changed one or two things about each one that was a lie that I wanted to be a lie. So, while you still picked a lie, it was only a lie because the original one was a cat and not a dog. (laughs) (laughs) Also, I just want to say that you never picked a truth. (laughs) Damn, that's... uh... That's interesting because I I did that same thing accidentally, like on the the homecoming speeches. I like wrote a truth and then I wrote basically two other truths and then just turned them into very slight lies. And then I was like, wait, no, that's not what we're doing in this game. <laughs> um, yeah. But that was also after I had written the entire speech. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I did the same thing where I was like, oh, I like what I wrote, so I'm not I'm not gonna redo it. <laughs> yeah. But also, it's funny because, uh, what, I had six truths to start. I did not bring up two of them. Of the four that got brought up, y'all picked three correctly. That's wild. What? Really? Yeah. 
I, That's incredible. I did, in fact, always have one fist clenched. I did, in fact, go to church every Sunday. And I was, <laughs> in fact, dead. <laughs> That's really funny because I was fully in the mode of trying to pick the one that was a lie when I picked uh, go Same. to church. Yeah. I was here. Same here. So then my 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 attempt to get us to pick the wrong one Ricky was actually a true <laughs> a reasonable thing for me to suspect about B's character which is kind of a scattershot character. I mean, I think like no connective the, tissue between any of the different attributes. I mean, I think I think y'all did the right thing which would just be like B's an asshole <laughs> who would write like is dead for their character. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, mine's also pretty scattershot. It's just Rob Zombie has muscles and is trans. <laughs> I that's that was the I was leaning toward the is trans for the last one. Um but I was also like, I don't know, that's like fully a thing Ricky would have come up with on the spot. <laughs> yeah i don't know Uh, oh yeah and eat bugs was one i was also leaning toward eat i was actually leaning toward eat bugs (laughs) (laughs) i think the record will show that i very lightly was like i think the way that you just kind of dropped eats bugs at the end of that narration (laughs) means it was probably the truth because i essentially wrote a story for the rest of them and it was like shit i had to put a fucking truth in here somewhere (laughs) Bella ended up with three lies. So basically out of the four, three of them were picked falsely. Only one of them was correct. And that was yours B, which was that she wants so bad to be popular. Mm-hmm. So I went back through it and uh, yeah, I fucked up the last line, the last round. Cause I had rewritten a portion of it while looking at something else, basically. But yeah, that was the only one that y'all picked correctly. The other ones were, I had written all of the character traits initially as like one way and then like kind of wrote next to it like a potential lie that would be close to the truth, but could like play into like my character. Because Bella, I wrote her as like, she was born poor. Like she actually hates her sister, but like likes to pretend like love is like, she loves love or whatever. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) she has to like, (laughs) portray herself in like a way so i basically wrote it in such a way that like she would have to like she was actively trying to portray in a portion of a a, like like a persona that was close to who she was but like not exactly who she was which once we decided it was going to be like high school i kind of felt like that was like the perfect place for this character just because i think that that happens all the time Mm mm-hmm but the only one that I'm like really bummed about that y'all did not pick came in the very first round, which is like the last thing that I wrote, which was that she smacked another girl girl outside of the homecoming game and was charged with the deadly assault with a weapon because of the damage done by her nail extension. Wait, was it true? I was so bummed that that wasn't it. Because that was like maybe my favorite point about her. Um... But it's very clear that throughout this, like she was like riddled with insecurities about being poor or like, you know, wanting to be popular, you know, um, that type of thing. And the very first round, Ricky, you said something about like, oh, it's some, something very high school for kids to lie about being rich when they're actually poor. 
Yeah. Um, and kind of vice versa, B, you brought up later with your friend that said that they were poor when they were actually rich. So I, I thought that that was interesting, that that's something that kind of got worked in here. And that that's a really high school theme that uh, Bella got to embody, which was awesome. Yeah, I think he did a really good job of writing like an actual and consistent character. Yep. It's like, like I kind of just like threw a bunch of Rob Zombie branded spaghetti against the wall and saw what <laughs> which works, you know. <laughs> and I guess it's fair to say that that's not only a high school thing that people lie about. Rich people oh. lie about being poor all the time. So. <laughs> no. <laughs> and vice versa, to be yeah. honest. Um, yeah. So, but yeah, 100%. Like, and so I, I, I honestly kind of took the initial prompt for the game and kind of just was like, okay, like maybe you can still make it silly, but kind of still kind of working that into it where it was just kind of like about how, you know, identities can be kind of morphed over time based on the lies that you tell. So that was one way to kind of like stay true to the initial intent, but like not be too wedded to the fact that, I wouldn't have to be <laughs> dragging at my own shit again. You know? <laughs> instead, yeah. I could be dragging yeah. Bella through that shit instead of me. Yeah. yeah. No, that, 100% actually. That's, yeah. That's very, very, I mean, that's like a, a useful thing. Play with it. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, so, you know, uh, high school's never been so fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 That's the tagline for the movie version of this. <laughs> Erasure. High school's never been so long. I feel like most of these games, I as we're playing them, I like kind of talk shit about them as we're playing through them, and then I come out being like more appreciative of them. And I'm not entirely sure I feel that way about this game. <laughs> well, so I'm appreciative by the concept. I really like the idea of it. I think that there's a number of mechanical issues that could be worked out for me. I, lo- I, I like love I- the, the the riff on two truths and a lie i think that's a really strong mm. potential but i mm. and i and i love the like the underlying idea and i don't know that those two things come together in a way that hit me particularly well but also i should say like i you know dissociated through the first fucking half of this game and like kind of only came into it you know starting on scene 2 basically so yeah uh, sorry, what were you going to say, Adam? Oh, I was just going to say that I think that, like, I do enjoy RPGs that are really open-ended. Like, I like the fact that there isn't, like, a strong uh, numerical component to it. Like, totally. Like, I like the fact that, like, there isn't, like, stats and, like, you have to roll or otherwise something doesn't happen. I think that there is something to be said for a little bit more clarity in terms of, like, exactly how you interact with the game. So, uh, like yeah. on, on the, I guess on the other end of things too, I don't really like it when like it's open ended, but then super confined within certain like, okay, you can only pick 
one of these six options or whatever you know what i mean like so you don't have like the freedom to move around a bit in it but like i think in this case there was just in order for us to actually flush out the world and like actually make the mechanics that they established even kind of work we had to kind of invent our own thing which is totally fine but like does mean that like perhaps you're kind of missing the initial intent of the game or whatever i don't really know like you know i think like for me like kind of going off what you said adam like i think the intent and idea behind this game is really really good and i think that if i personally felt like i could go there as Mm. the game wants me to that um this could be a very hugely affecting game for me but I think that would also involve me like needing to prepare myself to potentially like be in a really gnarly spot afterwards. Yeah. You know? And, yeah. and I'm not holding that against the game whatsoever. I think it's, I think games should go there and go to those places. I just don't know that. Like, I think I need to get to those spots through fiction in these types mm-hmm. of games, you know, like mm-hmm. I like taking tabletop games to very real emotional spots, but mm-hmm. I don't think I can do it quite as autobiographical as the game seems to want you to. Right. And, you know, just in terms of mechanics, I almost feel like if the game were to adopt a more specific method of playing itself, that's kind of in line with what we just did. I think it would be pretty successful in what it's mm-hmm. trying to do, you know, mm-hmm. Like Mm -hmm. telling you to build your truths and lies into a short narration feels really, uh, it's what made the game fun for me, you know? Um, Absolutely. And it also feels neat. It it also feels like you're more able to do the thing that I really love about tabletop role playing games, which is blending the hugely ridiculous with the small, sincere and beautiful, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I think, I think I definitely came out of this with like a bigger appreciation for the game than when we started. Um, Same. But like I said, I don't know that I could, I don't know that I could ever fully take advantage of what this game wants to do just because. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I think, I'm trying to, I'm just trying to hang out. <laughs> you know? Well, I think, that's, I think that's a big part of it is that like, yeah, I'm trying to hang out and that's kind of a part of the reason that I play role-playing games is to step outside myself for a second. I yeah. mean, you know, that doesn't have to be the case. And like I said, like it was fun to do Bella in a way that like, I felt like there were at least themes or like attributes of her character that I felt like could be fun to play with Yeah. um, in terms of like how they related to myself, but like being able to look at it, like you said, through the lens of fiction. But that being said, like, even if I were to engage with it kind of on the level that I think the game wants to, I would still want a little bit more um, strict parameters do you know what I mean? Like, Definitely. just because if I'm going to divulge some like really intense truths about myself or like lies that, you know what I mean? Like, um, yeah. and then kind of fictionalize my own truths and lies to my friends, which, you know, you're going to have to start getting real deep and honest yeah. with, cause like, you know, for example, like, I mean, I don't know you as well, Ricky, but I know B, B and I have had long intense conversations for like many years now. So it's like, in order for me to, 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 to fool them, would mean that I would have to dig really deep and then also also try to like lie on a level that I don't really feel super comfortable trying to do with my (laughs) friends. But if there was like kind of a, 
all right, here's how you set your character up. Here's what you deal do at the end of each round, such that like either self care or like character care can come into it or like character resolution. Then I think that I would be more willing to do that. Instead, I feel like you kind of do this, you build up to this like moment of like, okay, I'm going to put myself out there as a character and then, you know, have people vote on like what they think actually is me. And then it just hangs there. And basically the only way right, that, and, that... And, there's, and that's the thing, like the, it's, it's supposed to be like super emotional at that point, right? Like that you're, you're supposed to like your character that you have just sort of let hang in the, in the, in the ether um, just you have these two things, these three things, and all of a sudden you're supposed to like feel very erased as a person because some yeah. like the people you know didn't get quite catch on which thing you were lying about. Like that's feel- where the game feels like kind of broken to me. Um, well, and I think that that depends on you using yourself as inspiration, like 100%. You know, it depends yeah. on you getting really personal for it to actually reach that emotional place, you know, whereas me playing a person with deep ties to the zombie family, it's, I'm probably not going to get there. Um, oh, uh, no, totally. But I, I um, sorry, I kind of, I have to go. Uh, dinner just got called, but um, this was really fun. I'm glad we finished it up. I'm, and I'm, I'm really glad we played it. It was super yeah. fun. Yeah, same. Okay. I, and like I was with you, Ricky, just before you go. I'm with, well, I'm with you. I I gained more of an appreciation for the game as I played it because at yeah. first I was like, "How is this going to work?" But I think there's two parts to that. One is that I think we kind of made it into our own thing, which I think I I appreciated what we made out of it because I think that's what really made me have a good time. And then two, it's just like I think <laughs> that like again for me at least, and maybe this wasn't the chance for you like choice for you, but I was able to kind of maybe get a little bit closer there by through fiction, which I thought yeah. was really yeah. fun. So yeah, that's kind of what I tried to do towards the end too. Yeah, totally. But um, yeah, um, this was really fun. Y'all. Uh, I will talk to you both soon. Yes. Mm. All right. Bye buds. Bye. Bye Ricky. Bye.